Welcome back into Night Moods. It's Michael, the Chief Mood Officer, sitting here in the lab in the captain's chair. Here at the bridge, just completed relaxation. And now we're situated into inspiration and empowerment. You are joining We With Me live. Welcome into the lab for this episode, Breaking Free from the Trouble. How to break free from the trouble. How many of you are out there who are noticing trouble around you and maybe it's dragging you in. Maybe you don't know that you're in trouble. Maybe you have been sidetracked and life is taking you all over the place and you don't recognize the trouble because of all the distractions, but you're in trouble. Well, let's see what we can do to help you out tonight. Here in the moment, here in the lab, listening to wherever you listen to the show from. Thank you for joining me on all of our channels here at the bridge where you find yourself. Maybe, you know, the last episode was really kind of a cool episode, by the way. <clears throat> Not that I'm patting myself on the back, but just in the message and the teaching application of how you can literally live free and so now I'm going to help you get some understanding of why well, you know if it's even understanding but help you get free from trouble breaking free shattering the glass knocking the door down when trouble is surrounding you confronting you and you may not understand that if you don't break free from the trouble now, then the trouble not only consumes you, but it can directly and indirectly hurt you naturally and more importantly, spiritually. And so, as we always are, starting this side of the episode off here at the bridge, the bridge recognizes you and you may not recognize the bridge. And see, that's the problem right there. Maybe the bridge in your life is going to break you free from the trouble. And so let's kind of address the elephant in the room, if I don't want to call him that, because he's more than that, we all know. But the bridge represents the Holy Spirit in this setting, in all of our settings. But like I said in the last episode, some of you have that fear that's gripping you from stepping onto the bridge. And maybe if you get into on the platform, get into your steps, maybe the first five steps, and then you look right. And that bridge that's maybe 200 feet cross, 1,000 feet up, 500 feet up. And you notice as you look down, there could be some trouble. But see, that's fear talking to you. That's the spirit of fear influencing your mindset. Your emotions are getting overwhelmed. And so the non-rational thinking begins to be addressed by the non-rational onset of the emotions that are out of whack because of fear. And so the Holy Spirit being the trouble the bridge that takes you over the trouble, the bridge that takes you out of the trouble because he takes you and leads you and guides you in all truth. He is the leader. 
And maybe you're, you're so consumed with the distresses and the distractions that are happening to you. How many of you have been there? And how many of you are there right now? And see, this, this word, break, has everything to do with you as normal. And so we're here at the bridge. And maybe the trouble is blocking you from trusting the Holy Spirit because you can't trust yourself. And maybe there is a level of apprehension. See, that's another spirit we're dealing with. Or paranoia. Maybe you believe and feel or begin to think that there's something or someone after you. Or maybe even the signs are there, right? But see what I just said? Maybe you begin to feel and then think. See, the feeling turns into those five senses that we all walk in, that we all live in. And so you begin to feel and sense, and then now you begin thinking, and the thinking gets to take you away. And the bridge is still there. The bridge is saying, if you follow me, trust me, cooperate with me. This trouble that's brewing in the horizon, well, I'm going to get us through the trouble. It doesn't necessarily have to impact you if you just cooperate with this bridge, this Holy Spirit whose function and purpose and responsibility is for you and it's to your advantage that you cooperate with him. And so how do you break free from trouble? You know, there's so many books written about this. And again, on the practical side of night moods, just again, to help you identify yourself as a son or a daughter to the Most High. And you're maturing. And you have this measure of faith that he's given you. And this measure of faith that he's given to you is for you. And the Holy Spirit impacting your heart, possessing your heart, is going to lead you out of trouble. If you only would just cooperate and maybe ask some questions. And in that cooperation, you are leading yourself to do what? Surrender. Surrender the body. Surrender the mindset. Submit the body, surrender the mindset. Become one who is better in achieving spiritual obedience, being obedient to the realms of the Spirit and our our Father who is the Creator. And in being in order, being, being aligned rightly, being in righteousness, yielding to the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ, who happens to be at the right hand of Abba Father on the throne, And you have this proximity and this accessibility to your Heavenly Father. And so this trouble is on the horizon for some of you. And this trouble happens to be looming and coming. And you're sensing it with your natural senses. But are you discerning it? See, is the trouble for you? Or is the trouble for someone in your environment, in your atmosphere, someone in your territory? Then how are you addressing it? Are you walking in dominion? Do you understand how to administrate Father's heavenly government with dealing with the familiar realm where trouble evolves out of? See, there's those principalities. There's those orders. There's those wicked hosts in heavenly places as well who come to do what? Use their tricks, their deceptions, their schemes and to cause an uproar. Cause a desktop so that you can't find your way through I think of a dirt, a dirt bomb. 
or a dirt storm. If you've ever been in the middle of a dirt dust storm or dirt storm, it's better known as a dust storm. They have them here in the west of the United States, down in the southwest, like New Mexico and Arizona. And when you see these dust storms come, and we call them sandstorms in the Sahara Desert, and these dust storms come and they turn into tornadic events, whirlwinds as we know them. And you can't see when you're in them. They are blinding, and when dust gets in your eyes, it's, the game is over. You lose all sense of balance, your equilibrium is gone, and you can't get the traction that you once had. And breaking free from trouble in all simplicity is this, because life is complex, but walking with Jesus is simple. Spiritual obedience and righteousness. As complex as Messiah is, as complex as the presence of the kingdom of heaven is, the simplicity of being in pursuit, one who is living in freedom as a son and daughter, maturing, utilizing the assets that Father has released and revealed to you, the advantages of the Holy Spirit. And so this trouble that you may find yourself in, breaking free from it, means you have to break it, break off of it, break out of it, break from it. And that is the challenge that you have to now switch from a passive, aggressive individual to an aggressive individual. It's like when someone grabs your arm and you don't really want them grabbing your arm because they're in your personal space. You want to break that hold. You want to break that grip. And you do that forcibly. That is a natural reaction. You do it verbally too. Whether you yell, stop, get your hands off me, back up. And so you're impacting it with the proclamation and a declaration. And see, when light faces darkness, light displaces darkness. I'm actually giving you, in real time, tips how to break free from trouble. So you have to know who you are and how you identify with who you are identifying to. And when trouble comes, again, trouble wants to use its tricks, its deceptions, and cause physical and spiritual pain and pull you into its whirlwind, pull you into confrontation, pull you into a defensive posture that keeps you maybe in stability, not stable, but in unstable. And so when you see it looming, and we are always never paying attention when we notice trouble on the horizon because of the, the distractions of life. And trouble always brings dis-ease with it. There's always an uneasiness when trouble comes. And so you have to rise up above the trouble. Think of a bird. I think of hawks, I think of eagles, and we live in an area where we can watch hawks every night in the afternoon and how they soar. And sometimes we have eagles out to the west here in the country. I think that was a spider. I had to squeeze the spider. And so I look at how the way hawks and eagles and those high-level birds soar. And if you've ever watched an eagle take off 
and the amount of energy and the amount of force that it takes off with and the focus of its eyes with acute attention to where it's going not where it's at but where it's going and those strong wings spread out into a, 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 a massive wingspan for the eagles and then they begin to break into a pattern and then they begin to slow their pattern of, of wing and then they begin to soar getting higher and higher in elevation in altitude and what these birds do and these are big birds up there in the high altitudes they allow the wind the air to guide them and they are swift in changing direction even in turbulence in higher altitudes if you just watch them they just soar and you see them as they're soaring but you cannot see the wind that they are under their wings which enables them to soar and so you'll be watching birds and these hawks and these eagles and how they soar as they allow father's wind his ruck hokadesh his breath to get under their under their wingspans and they begin to glide with father's air taking them where they need to take them higher and higher up they go circling with acute eye gates to see down miles below to their target but i utilize the birds these eagles and these hawks because i actually have written something about the hawks and their purpose as prophetic birds and eagles being the apex birds and eagles and hawks will fly in their families especially hawks but they're independent birds but they communicate up there and you can't hear them communicating and they're possibly calling out trouble calling out signs what they see down there and you can always see hawks and in the lower levels of altitude when they're going in for prey and hawks are normally causing trouble because you have blackbirds and crows who are fighting them because they're in their nest taking their food their eggs their children right and so you'll see these pasty little smaller birds attacking hawks getting them out of their atmosphere and territory and they just get catch flight and get up and, and get underneath some wind right and so you breaking free from trouble has everything to do with how you rise up and get to a higher level than trouble it always appears to me that trouble can't ascend trouble always likes to descend somebody will get that too and so you breaking free has everything to do with who you are and your freedom and if you're bound and you're shackled and maybe you're in a prison or a cave tonight and you just can't get out of the cave you can't get out of the shackles what's well, going to take some initiation on your point of prayer it's going to take your aligning to father's purpose and father's will and his intention for your life and in doing that you're going to see 
him send his angels to break you free. The more you draw into your Heavenly Father, the closer you get in proximity and have accessibility to him. And this relationship that you are drawing in and building upon, we'll see what happens is he sends his ministering angels to render service to every one of his heirs. And you're a co-heir. And this is why I say that breaking free from your trouble has everything to do with your identification. See, the presence of the kingdom of heaven comes with assistance. Not just the Holy Spirit, meaning he's not just the Holy Spirit. He is the essence, the 100% of Abba Father's glory. Powered up. And he has function and purpose and responsibilities. That's him. And then there's those heavenly angels, those spirits who are sent to render service to everyone who identifies after being saved and born again as an heir and a co-heir with Christ Jesus. And so you're seated in heavenly places when you become a co-heir and you learn respectively how to live as a son in Father's kingdom. And see these angels and these spirits, according to the words in the testimony of Hebrews 4 and what at four actually 1 and 14, excuse me. What happens is that these servants, these serving angels, at the pleasure of our Heavenly Father, the Lord of Sabaoth, the Lord of Angels, the Lord of hosts, they come and render service at his command because of identification markers not only of you identification as a whole as a son but the holy spirit identifies you and he's the witness remanded to earth he's the amplification from earth to heaven and the amplifier from heaven to earth and so your breaking free has everything to do with your identity and the more you draw out of your identity the more freer you can become and nothing on earth can stand in the way of your identity when you understand who you are in Christ so this trouble that comes whatever the trouble is for you is not meant for you see the trouble are caused as elements of wickedness and deception and deceit and tricks of the enemy from the realm of the spirit that many don't understand and it uses the vulnerable ones, the ones open for his tricks, who he then can enable and possess the state of mind, the emotions and the mindset, the way they do things, how they do the things they do, to steal, kill, and destroy. And so this trouble brews in each of our atmospheres, and you can command trouble when trouble wants to present its case against you, you can literally command trouble where to go and how to get there. See, it has everything to do with your authority and your authority has everything to do with how you walk in dominion and your dominion has everything to do with how you help administrate Father's heavenly affairs into the earth realm. And trouble and its fallen agents and angels and fallen spirits and the realms of those fallen and ranks of these fallen spirits cannot stand up 
against the name of Jesus. Can't stand against it. It has to surrender and submit. And breaking free from trouble. I'm going to help you out here. I want to take you back into Hebrews. Let me take you back into Luke first. See, we do this on the other side of the show, on relaxation, but here on inspiration and empowerment. I want to help you break free from trouble. Trouble likes to take a legal claim, but every one of trouble's claim is illegal at best. And when you agree to the, uh, the legality, the illegitimate method and formations of trouble and formula, because he does work in formula, when you address formula in the courtroom of Father, and you ask Father to rule against trouble, Father will rule against trouble according to his pleasure through his Son and that shed blood of Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 18, verse 4. I'm going to go through here. I'm going to read this for you real quick here. Jesus gives an example in Luke chapter 18. This is one of few courtroom examples that Jesus discusses to his followers and those disciples as well. And I want you to pay attention here. See, he gives an example of a natural judge. And after the example of the unjust judge, he draws the reality of our Heavenly Father who is the judge and what happens in natural adjudications and when you go to the father he supersedes the natural adjudications and so when trouble is coming you want to break free from trouble I say after you understand who your identity is you recognize that you're a son you're a daughter that's first position you can go before your father in the courtroom of heaven and you can ask him to rule against your adversary you can see that's could be number two or it could be number three. It's how you look at it because if you are seated in heavenly places and you possess your authority, not giving your authority up, you can declare and rebuke trouble out of your atmosphere, your situation, and your environment. Well, that sounds foolish, Michael, because that can't be. Well, when you mention the name of Jesus Christ, in authority. Everything beneath his name has to bow a knee to it. Luke chapter 18 verse 4. Let's look at this real quickly here. Jesus says uh, regarding this unjust judge, there's this unjust judge who, in a certain town who did not fear God and did not respect people. And there in that certain town was a, a widow and she kept coming to the unjust judge and saying to the unjust judge, listen to what she says, grant me justice against my adversary. Breaking free from trouble, you can go before the courtroom of Father and ask him to grant you relief from trouble. Now listen to what Jesus Christ says in verse 4. And he was not willing for a time. See, and that then says, in the same token, that trouble doesn't have to listen to you. 
trouble can come back to you and cause you to succumb to it. Cause you. It can't make you succumb to trouble. See, there's a choice in that. But trouble wants to manipulate you through the state of mind and your mindset. See, inside of your heart, you are possessed by the Holy Spirit. But your Father gave your free will to you and your mind and your mindset. And the adversary, the devil, the demons, Apollyon, Lucifer, they know that. And so they are beelining for your mindset and your emotions. That's where trouble wants to, to have space. And if trouble can have space and possess the state of mind and the mindset, well, game is on. You now have a war within the body. So Jesus says this regarding the widow. And the unjust judge was, was not willing for a time, but after these things, the unjust judge said to himself, even if I do not fear God or respect people, yet because this widow is causing what? Trouble for me. She's causing the same thing that I'm helping you break free from. We're breaking free from copos. Copos is trouble, is toil. It's burdening of work, burdening of labor. It's involving weariness. It's involving, um, excuse me, it's involving fatigue. And when you are fatigued, you get annoyed. The body's in trouble. It's tired. It wants to rest. But the mind likes to be in overdrive, likes to have control, the state of mind, that mindset, excuse me, what makes you do what you want to do, how you do what you do, not your emotions, your mindset. And so the judge says, the unjust judge says, yet because this widow is causing trouble for me, I will grant her justice so that she does not wear me down in the end by her coming back and coming back and coming back and coming back. And Yeshua says this in verse 6. Listen to what the unrighteous judge is saying. He's going to grant the widow justice so that she doesn't come back to wear him down. Because he knows the widow who is righteous in action and in truth will wear him down. She is relentless to get relief from her adversary. So breaking free from trouble means you have to identify who you are and be relentless asking your father to give you relief. See, many of people do not go before the courtroom when they're in trouble. Many in the body do not recognize that you have access here presently on earth by faith to go before the courtroom of Father. Finishing up in verse 7, Jesus says, And will not God surely see to it that justice is done to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? And will he delay toward them? See, if you want to break free from trouble, what does Jesus have to say about you and trouble in verse 7 when you go before the courtroom? Now, Father is more just than any justice who is unjust because he is the just one who's on the throne. And Jesus says of his heavenly Father, he says this, And will not my Father surely see to it that justice is done to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night, and will he delay toward them? 
I tell you that my Father will see it to it that justice is done for them real soon. So, if you want to break free from trouble, you can go before your Heavenly Father and ask for relief from your adversary who's dusting up trouble. And as you go, I want you to take in this consideration because this is actually Psalms 82 and verses 1 through 3. Now pay attention to Psalms 82 through 1 through 3 because this is really kind of interesting. Again, the kingdom is so complex, but it, it's simplistic when you just are becoming a son and daughter who is spiritually obedient and in righteousness. And you surrender and you submit in cooperation to the power of the Holy Spirit. He's our advantage. So when you when you simply do what is expected and asked of you, when trouble comes, and you can go to your Heavenly Father, if you don't rebuke the trouble, and if you can't rebuke the trouble, because you may not understand who you are in Christ Jesus, you may not walk in authority, you may not walk in dominion, having ruleship, because you would be ruling over the enemy. And you are a carrier of Father's heavenly government, which you get to help administrate in the earth realm. Psalms 82 says this about you. God stands in the divine assembly. He administers judgment in the midst of the gods. In the midst of the gods, those are those angels, Elohims, smaller gods. Those are the rulers as divine representations. And he sits in the council. And then the question is delivered. How long will you judge unjustly and show favoritism to the wicked? Judge on behalf of the helpless and the orphans. So when trouble comes to you, you could be rendered helpless because trouble's method of operation, MO, modus operandi is this, to render you helpless and an orphan left away from your heavenly father. It's like, look at in Africa when you have um, wildebeest or elephants and they are in a herd and then you have the lions of the jungle or the prey looking and they're normally down low in the high grass and then they see the vulnerable one, normally it's the baby or the weakened one of, of the herd. And they all will zero in on that. The pack will zero in on that, especially hyenas. And they will go after the helpless one and the orphan who was left outside of the herd. And that Yathome, the orphan, the Yathome, is one who is exposed to injury. That's what an orphan is. One who is exposed to injury. One is helpless. No case of clear parents. And so that's what they pray on. Trouble preys on the orphan, the one who was deemed in the realm of the spirit helpless. And so that realm of the fallen inferior spirit will prey on whoever's open for the entertainment and the tricks and schemes of the adversary. That's Psalms 82. Breaking free from trouble. I want to help you out here as we close up the show. Pay attention to this. It's really kind of good stuff here. And so 
Jesus is talking to his followers about going before the kingdom with this widow who has identification of who she is and she knows that she has authority and she knows how to use her authority and she's relentless in achieving her authority. And so the judge who's unjust gives in to the authority and Jesus then switches it up and says, well, what about our Heavenly Father, who is the Father of all hosts, Father of all creation? How just is He compared to any justice on earth when we're dealing with trouble? Do you know that you can go before the throne of grace with confidence? And you don't have to wait until you die when you're in trouble to go before the throne of grace. Check this out. This is Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. We do this every show on relaxation side of the radio show. See, breaking free from trouble is knowing who you are identifying to. And if you know your identity as a son and daughter to your Heavenly Father, see, this is what religious can't do to you. Religion can't help liberate you. Religious cannot, religion cannot deliberate you. Liberate you. They can deliberate, but they cannot liberate you. And so they block you from even entering the kingdom because Jesus came to return the kingdom and he transferred us out of the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of trouble, the kingdom of wickedness, the kingdom of death, and transferred us into the kingdom of light, the kingdom of power, the kingdom of all authority. And in that transfer was the highest level of kingdom transaction known to mankind. That was the passing, the baptism of the Holy Spirit every saved and born again believer listening to the show right now. And so that high level transaction brought you into an advantage that draws you to have access and accessibility to your Heavenly Father. And Jesus says this about you. You can come before your Heavenly Father because I'm the door and I paid the price for you. I redeemed you. Your ransom has caused you to initiate proximity and accessibility before your Heavenly Father. So, then the Holy Spirit has something to say about you when dealing with trouble. And He says this about you. You have permission to approach with boldness and this word confidence. This word confidence is parea. Parasia, excuse me. This word parasia is the freedom the liberty, the boldness. Plainly, to the throne of grace, Hebrews 4 and 16. And this throne of grace, the throne is a physical, spiritual throne of grace that Father is upon. His glory is upon grace. In order that you may receive mercy, the spirit of mercy, in order that you may receive Mercy. This word mercy is el oes. El oes and find grace. So you can receive the spirit of mercy and find grace to help in the time of need, in the time of trouble. And this time of need is a well-timed, suitable time. It's a kairos time. And when trouble comes, you can ask for kairos time with your heavenly father. Kairos time enables you to receive mercy. And if you look at the throne of grace, which you can have accessibility by faith, 
breaking free from trouble depends on your identity in your Heavenly Father, your authority in having dominion and utilizing with His permission the government of the Heavenly Kingdom and you get to help administrate that into the earth realm. This is all done by faith. So by faith, you now have confidence to go before the throne of grace to ask for mercy when you are in a time of need. And that is known as a suitable time of Kairos. And Kairos time perks up the ears of our Heavenly Father when you're in trouble and you know how to go by faith before his throne. Well, I can't go by faith before his throne because he's in heaven. I recognize that, but now you have the Holy Spirit. And your Holy Spirit is remanded, and he is the connector to the heavenly throne. And so breaking free from the trouble has everything to do with your identification, your authority, your dominion, you helping in the administration of the heavenly government into the earth realm, and you have accessibility to the heavenly government by the power of the Holy Spirit. So in all simplicity of a complex problem, you can draw upon Cairo's time to go before your heavenly father and the council of his throne, Psalms 82, verse 1 through 3. And you can ask for relief from your adversary when you're in a time of need. Luke 18, 4 through 8. And be expectant that Father is going to rule quickly because you cry out to him day and night before his throne with confidence and boldness and the assurity, which is the faith and trust and belief, that your Heavenly Father will rule in your favor because he's ruling in your favor through his Son. Breaking free from the trouble helps you better to equip Every time trouble wants to come into your atmosphere, come into your territory, you know how to handle it now. It's not 17 steps forward, 10 steps to the right, 2 steps to the left. It's really simple in how this works out for you when you want to break free. Put this one on rewind. Go back and take some notes and practice doing this very thing and when trouble comes for you you know how to deal with trouble you take trouble right before the throne of grace and you ask father to rule against the defendant you are the plaintiff in father's kingdom you are the son and trouble is the adversary and you hold fast to father's truth readily available for each and every one of you food for thought on this episode. Breaking free from trouble has been a pleasure to help you out here. If you have a question about this, we can talk more, have a great conversation. You can email the show at nightmoodshdq at gmail.com or comment right in this episode and I'll get back to you. And don't forget, this next episode coming up is our relaxation and inspiration, our weekly throwdown of one show completely committed to your relaxation and inspiration. It's Michael here inside the lab signing up for another night. Stay tuned for the next episode right here on Night Moods. <laughs>